Welcome back to the Two Beers Please podcast. In our first hour, we covered NFL. Now we're going to college football, and for that, I turn to my good friend Matt. He's going to lead us through what the current playoff picture looks like. Yes, it's uh, it's some some usual suspects, some some sort of unusual suspects. We were kind of hoping that maybe the Clemson, uh, uh, you know, fall apart uh, would would make mix things up a little bit, but. Georgia still one, Alabama two, Oregon three, Ohio State four right now with Cincinnati and Michigan uh, just looking on the outside, looking in at five and six. Um, I don't, you know, there's so many things I could say about the college football playoff. Uh, one, I, it, like it has to be expanded. It just, it just does. I think that's the only way that this sport gets exciting again. I, and I also like. I, I don't know how you do this, and, and, and I know that Alabama is really, really good all the time. And I know that one loss doesn't always define the team. But that they can lose to anybody by any amount, and it doesn't do anything to their season. Yeah. They do not get held accountable for shit. Mm. And, and a lot of times, like, they, I guess they prove that they deserve it in the end because they end up winning the national championship or going to the national championship. But – this team gets the benefit of the doubt so – like, I don't understand how they're two right now. I don't. Uh, and, and, and like, thank goodness Oregon's in front of Ohio State because I also don't understand how you have two teams with the same record and one of them beat the other one and is behind them, i.e. Michigan, Michigan State. They're both 8-1. and one. Michigan State just beat Michigan. Like, I know Michigan State lost to Purdue. They beat Michigan. They have the same record, and they beat them. Yeah. How are they? They're better than them. There's no, you can't argue that. Like, yeah, they, it's easy. What it's, uh, yeah. It's, so it's frustrating because, like, I, I think Cincinnati deserves being in the top four. They're going to need some help. That, that help might arise, especially if Georgia can just knock off Alabama. Then I, I, I think they would get in above a two seed, a two loss, but I don't know. Um, but I think clearly, you know, the, the, the college football playoff ranking committee is still judging those group of five teams harsh because I think all of us before those first rankings were like, yeah, Cincinnati is one of the best four teams. So they deserve to be ranked as one of the best four teams. And I, I believe the first week they were six and then jumped up to five this week because Michigan state lost. So they're, they're not as impressed. Um, I do think like I, I, I'm, I give them credit for ranking Oklahoma who's nine and zero at eight, because I don't think Oklahoma deserves to be ranked that much higher. Uh, at the moment, obviously, they get like a, a conference championship. I, I think you have to move them above people. Um, but it, it's I, it's never going to be a perfect system. But but this year, especially, I'm just like, man, I wish it was expanded because I I don't I don't know. Like, and the the arbitrary way of being like, all right, these are the four best teams is just like shown so clearly here. Because how do how do you really pick that in 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 a way like? Oregon beat Ohio State, but Ohio State still gets to be in front of Cincinnati and Oklahoma because they've looked better in other games. Like, I don't know. It shouldn't record have to have more to say about it, but I would be surprised if Georgia doesn't take on the title. I think pretty clearly they've been the best team this year. Yeah, I mean, I just, it should be expanded to eight, which is still, uh, which is a great amount of team. You don't get, you don't get 12 like you don't think that's a good idea? No, I'm all no. for 16. I like. I would love 16 because I've heard people say, "Be like, well, I don't want to see Alabama number one blow out the 16th ranked team." 
look, Alabama's blown out the fourth ranked team. So yeah. that, whatever. I think the expansion is better. But I, I don't get 12. I don't get why the top four are going to get the buys. And I like either go eight or 16. I, I don't think there's a need for buys. Well, you look at, let's say it's eight, right? You have the top four, which are all good teams. You have Cincinnati in there. You have Michigan and Michigan State in there. And you have, um, who's who's the other one I'm missing that's still in that mix? Um, Oklahoma's eight. And, and Oklahoma. So you have, and you have, an, I think that would be a great, that would be a great stable of teams. You have three Big Ten teams because the Big Ten's been pretty competitive this year. You got a Pac-12 team. You got a Big 12 team. You got the classic Alabama and another SEC team. Um, and you got, uh, yeah, and that's just like what it is. And Cincinnati deserves to be there because they are one of the top four teams. And as the committee, you want Cincinnati in there. I don't understand why they, it's like they're simultaneously not hard enough on certain teams and too hard on other teams like Cincinnati yeah. could get in the top three and I feel like win and have a kind of okay performance and they would drop them out of it like honestly like that's what I feel I, I get Alabama's eight and one in the SEC is more impressive than Cincinnati's nine now we're, we're all we're, we all know that but like if, if we're just gonna make it one or two conferences that really decide this thing then then let's make it that thing like let's stop pretending that like this is yeah a national championship. It's whoever wins the SEC and maybe like a Big Ten or an ACC team. Like it's, it's so yeah. It needs expansion and it needs expansion too because then then I would care less about Alabama. Like if Alabama eight and one was still ranked in the top eight and made it, I'd have no problem. But I like how are they number two? I don't. They don't just because they're Alabama. Just because we expect them to be the best. Yeah, it's it's recency bias. It's it's clear and simple. And uh, I also agree the Michigan over Michigan State thing boggles the mind. When he said that, I was like, "Are, are you dumb? Like you yeah. you have so few rules that you abide to, and now you're saying head to head doesn't even matter anymore? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You have so few rules. That was one of the rules that we were like, we understand how this works, and you took that away too. So at this point, I don't trust anything. I don't trust anything." At all. It just makes me feel like one day Alabama's going to do something to piss you off and then Alabama's just going to not be in the top four because you're like, fuck them. You know what I mean? Like it almost, it almost feels like, too, like they're like, okay, we expect Michigan and Michigan State to lose more because, like, how now that you've put Michigan State below Michigan, how can you jump them if, nothing, if like, they both just went out? Like, I don't – how would – like, I guess, I guess you could jump Michigan State if they both just went out and then Michigan State wins the big t- – it's it just doesn't make any sense. Like if, if you have the same record and you beat that team, you should be ranked ahead of them. That that, that is that is as like obvious and simple as a ranking for like philosophy as there is. Right, and also like this idea of ranking teams based on how you think they're gonna do is stupid. Rank teams like they're doing now, and guess what? When those better teams do like you expect them to do, then rank them differently. Honestly, you rank them every week. Like that's why are we? I truly think we need to get, especially because like the college football, we never will get rid of the AP poll because, particularly with TV rankings, you're able to say number four against number seven, and we love the ranking. But like, it needs to go away because then, like, then at you know last week when it's the first college football playoff rankings, you can literally have a clear mind of like, all right, one through twenty-five instead of already coming in. Like you just had these biases about teams and like. If you start high in the rankings, it's gonna help you. If you start low, it's gonna hurt you. It it always it always works that way, but uh, we're never gonna get 
part of the AP poll. And I'd, I'd, I'd be sad if we did. Yeah. Like we should, but I would, I'd, it'd suck. The first few weeks, it's like no ranked team. Like you're like, eh. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a conundrum that is going to have an interesting solution. Um, yeah. I don't know if since he has a shot, I, it's just horrible for them. I just, how many years are they going to get screwed over in a row? It's just kind of crazy. Um, yeah, but that's really sad. And I also think like that I really want to know if, if, if like there's a good chance, I think, especially with them having Alabama as number two, that if Alabama loses to Georgia, that they would put Alabama in front of Cincy. But I don't think I think if Oklahoma goes finishes the season undefeated and Cincinnati finishes the season undefeated and Alabama finishes the season with two losses, I think then, even though they have OU right now at eight, I think then OU would be picked out of those three. So there's no chance for Cincy. That's basically what you're saying, even if Alabama loses. I know. Well, OU could lose. I think OU's going to OU has to lose. They have played too sl- – like, they've been so yeah. close to danger so many times. If they truly go undefeated and make the college football play, they probably will, but oh, – God, yeah. We're going to be on, excited. Come on, Iowa State. Come on, clones. Go Hawks. Uh, um, Georgia's going to probably win it is what I think. Uh, but, man. So good. But they're so good. But, you know, part of me, because it's Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State, don't you want to see Oregon pull it out for the Pac-12? Yeah. Don't you want to yeah. see Oregon pull it out for the – I want to see that so bad. I hope that's what happens. I really, really do. Time, I don't think Oregon has – I'm like 99.9. I don't think they have a, a national championship. I wonder when the last time there's been a first time – college football national champion it has to be a while a while yeah probably i mean because even, even clemson when clemson won it with Dabo, they had had one like back in the what about florida state uh they'd won one they'd won one before 2013 okay. they'd won they'd won at least one before 2013 it's been a long time i mean because literally it's like alabama lsu clemson alabama clemson ohio state florida state Auburn, I think Auburn had one back in the cut. Maybe Florida in the nineties. It's sometime in the nineties. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been that a was while. Exciting. And uh, what a what a big middle finger and a push for change if Oregon wanted out of all those teams. Um, I, think, I, I think there's a good chance uh, Oregon's coach is gone after this year too. That's true. That's that's very true. I also think that. Um, yeah, but it's going to be an interesting season. Obviously a disappointing one for Hawkeye fans, um, that are listening to this one. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's because Hawkeye fans, I feel like, I felt like so many Hawkeye fans I talked to this year, I was like, have you never watched college football? Slash, have you never watched college football? Slash, are you watching this season? Everybody's losing. Everybody besides Georgia is losing and, and like slipping up. And also, we just weren't playing like a consistent. How many points were we getting off of pick sixes? Like it was, yeah. it was bound to happen. And they're like, everyone would be like, we could go to the college football playoff. Like you need to pump the brakes. Let's just try to win the Big Ten West. Right. People, yeah. They aren't as committed. They haven't watched through the trenches like I have through all these. They haven't years. watched the trenches like they don't. Phillips they just has. start. They start dreaming of grandeur. I'm like, you. You need to remember who our program. Who we are. Have you looked at our quarterback anytime recently? Oh, our new God. quarterback's sick. Yeah, our new quarterback's great. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, Actually, I wish it was Deuce. I wish it was Deuce time. But I'll oh. take Padilla. I'll take Padilla. I'll take Padilla. I'll, I'll take, take Padilla. anyone over seven. I'm take sorry. Some... I, like, I hate saying that now because they're college kids. I don't like to be too harsh on them. But just not, not a good 
not a good, good job by the QB. Also, our, I mean, our offensive coordinator sucks, and unfortunately we're never going to get rid of him because nepotism. Yeah. I mean, do you? when's the last time a Hawkeye quarterback got benched like that? Uh, I would say um, the year like before. For- the year before we went uh, to the Rose Bowl, and uh, against Pitt, I think Bethard came on. Was that benching um, or was that injury? It was benching. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, that happened. And then there was, and then I, and then I think Bethard might have gotten benched like the next game, or he might have had to come out for an injury. But I think he might have got benched like the next game. It was like Iowa State. Jeez. Trevor Lawrence got in. Yeah, because Kirk doesn't make the change. And a lot of times, I mean, like sometimes I think coaches are a little too quick to the trigger on making that change because it's a huge change for your team. Um, But it almost isn't that big of a change for Iowa. It's like we don't rely on the quarterback that much. Like it's not you're like – all right, guy that runs a hundred yards. Like you're not pulling Lamar Jackson. Like you're like, all right, game manager. Hey, can you be a game manager guy on the bench? Like probably. I... Yeah. Can you not throw a pick, please, for the Lord's sake? Could you not throw a pick? There's still there's still a good seat. I mean, like still good ten wins. I don't know. I mean, the thing that sucks now is I I don't know if we'll win the West and I don't know if we'll go to a New Year's Six Bowl. So that kind of blows. Um, but. Uh, all three, you know, Minnesota, Illinois, Nebraska, all games that are winnable, all games that are quite losable as well. Um, but Hawks can Hawks can finish strong, and maybe we'll get lucky. Maybe Purdue and Wisconsin can can drop a a game here and there, and and we sneak into the Big Ten championship game. But I I, I don't see Wisconsin doing that. Their, their schedule isn't that tough to end the season, and and they're they're finally kind of clicking, looking like a, a typical Wisconsin team. Yeah. Unfortunate. Uh, well, we'll move on now from college football. Thank you for catching us up. Excited to see what happens, and we will talk about it I as got, the. I got no Heisman update because it's the most boring Heisman race I've oh, ever. Oh, you? I don't care about Heisman. They're they're talking draft already. I'm like, who the hell cares? Kenny Pickett as the number one quarterback. Get, give me a break. Right now, I, I think it's like a three man: Kenneth Walker, Matt Corral, and uh, I guess I guess kind of I don't again I don't know why Bryce Young's even in the the race I think it's Matt Corral or, or Kenneth Walker right now and I give it to Walker because give it to a running back over a quarterback seriously not that any quarterbacks have shown anything um but yeah we'll talk about college football as it comes through we'll update you on playoffs uh but that's where we currently stand uh let's go back in the time a little bit go to the World Series and it was the Atlanta Braves against the Houston Astros and against all odds, Atlanta Braves beat the Astros seven nothing in Game Six to win the series four to two. It was their first World Series of the century, all without star player Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, they did it by committee, Matt. They had Austin Riley, Dansby Swanson, Freddie Freeman, Jorge Soler, Jock Peterson, who won back to back World Series. Jocktober was real. Um, and, uh, it was really, really fun to watch. Uh, and they had it by committee by pitcher too. Max Fried did well. Will Smith, fantastic. Soroka, Ian Anderson. Um, but really I'm just happy for Brian Schnitker who has spent 35 years in Atlanta's organization wins as a coach. Um, in general, the playoffs were nuts. The Giants and Dodgers both won a hundred plus games and played each other in the first divisional round. Giants went out in seven. Um, the Braves only finished with 88 wins. They beat the Brewers who had 95, the Dodgers who had 106 to get to the World Series, and then and then beat the Astros as well. 
Um, meanwhile, the Astros getting there was also weird because they ended up being the Red Sox to go to the World Series, who knocked out the Rays and the Yankees despite barely making the wildcard playoffs. Um, and, you know, the question remains for the Astros after this loss. Did they redeem themselves by making it to the World Series without the cheating scandal? You know, I love Dusty Baker. It's it, He takes a little bit of the sting out, but... In, in all honesty, the Astros are just kind of a trash organization. So hard for me to hard for me to root for them. Even it's if, too easy to root again. Like it's like it's, it's still so too bitter of a taste. And I feel like too, it was one of those like things where they. I feel like nobody like they didn't they didn't have to pay the piper. You know, and I think yeah. that's why people are still so have such a bitter taste in their mouths about that because it feels like they kind of got away with it scot free. Yeah, exactly. And them like, losing. Oh, you just guys like, shouldn't have done that. But. You did, so. So I guess we move on now, and no one gets hurt. Um, there's some questions for the team kind of lingering in the offseason. Freddie Freeman's a free agent. I mean, is there a chance they don't keep him? I think that would be crazy, especially since he's the heartbeat of this Atlanta team. Um, but you never know. Baseball can be kind of weird like that. But as per usual, playoff baseball is exciting. Uh, can't wait for next season to come back. Got to see more games in New York. Matt, what did we think of the World Series win by the Atlanta Braves? Yeah, it was it was uh, it was a great a great World Series. Like I said, I I hopped on the Braves bandwagon as they easily easily were you know a bandwagon to jump on. Um, just like a team and like specifically even like not just like Georgia torture, but Braves torture like so many good teams throughout the the nineties and early two thousands. Um, and and only you know one World Series kind of during that time in uh, ninety five, I believe. Um, and so it, you know, it. I think even when they made that incredible run over the Dodgers and 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 over uh, uh, everyone else in, in the NL to make it, I think you know Braves fans were were not too optimistic. And after losing that game five to make it three and two, you're kind of but they bounced back, and that was kind of what their their whole thing were. As you said, they didn't have Ronald Acuna on this run, but Freeman stepped up. Uh, Horace Lair being the MVP of the World Series. With the, with the great, uh, great few games there, so a, a, a great team performance, and and that's what's exciting. You know, baseball is like one of those sports where it it come playoff time, that is one where it doesn't matter what's happened throughout the season. Like as we saw, the Giants and Dodgers were clearly the two best teams in the MLB throughout the 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 season, and unfortunately they had to meet so early, and and obviously one of them knocked out the other, uh, which which helped the other teams, but um it, it's a sport that like if you get if you get rolling the right time your pitching get going and, and and your bats get get hitting uh you can go on a little run like this so congrats to the braves well deserved yeah i i, I agree and it's like one of the teams you had the dodgers and the astros and the red sox even as a red sox fan i can acknowledge that red sox are not a loved team by the by the u.s so uh you had three teams kind of win in the last six years that you're just like ugh. Yeah. Exactly. Gross. <laughs> you guys have all. You guys. You guys have plenty of players on these teams with rings. Yeah, exactly. And now you. I, also, Freddie Freeman is just the most likable man in in athletics. I feel like he's just. He's the man. He's the man. He's the man. Um, and I'm so happy for him that he won. And no matter what happens after the season, he's in Atlanta Braves history. So good for the Braves, and that's what we'll cover for baseball. Uh, we're going to end the sports talk for the day by going over our own teams and how everything has gone um, and and where we stand as fans. And also to remind you, you know, what kind of fans we are. Uh, I'll start us off. Uh, it's, if you don't know this, I didn't bring them up this 
episode, so might as well bring them up right now. Uh, I am a huge Bayern Munich fan. It is my bread and butter when it comes to my fandom. Um, we've had some hiccups as usual, but uh, we look kind of unstoppable in the Champions League, and Bundesliga still isn't consistent enough to give us any kind of uh, harm. We had an unfortunate exit to Mönchengladbach in the League Cup, but the Cup's always weird, as you know from English Cup play, Matt. Um, I I think we got a good chance of winning the double with the Bundesliga and the Champions League. I, I don't see any other teams that really strike fear in me that we can't have at least a chance against to beat. Um, so I'm excited for them. I hope they can get it done. I still think there's a lot of defensive issues, and I still think they need to figure out, um, you know, some consistency on the wings. But, you know, I'm excited. I think it's a, it's another good season for us. Celtics, on the other hand, horrible start. There's discussion of trading Jalen Brown for Ben Simmons. If they do that, I'm not listening to the rest of the season. I'm not I'm not watching the rest of the season. Screw that. I'm not... I. I, ben Simmons doesn't deserve a job this year. Sorry, not not gonna listen to it the rest of the season. No, I want I want Ben I want Ben in Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm, hey, if you want to do that, fine. Give him Kyrie. Give him Kyrie. Give me Ben. He'll be, he's a perfect fit in Brooklyn. He's hey, perfect. Hey, you know what? If it's getting rid of another problematic player, I understand. But like, not getting rid of Jalen Brown, who's coming in. Yeah, that's a pocket. stupid. That that would be a dumb. That would be dumb. That would be dumb. And. Uh, you know, Celtics, there's still lots of growth to be had with this coaching change. Obviously, you know, Brad moving up top, but uh, it's early, so I'll stay hopeful. Bruins have had a similarly rough start, uh, but they always start weak. Six and four, I'll take it. Red Sox, so happy that they got to the World Series, uh, you know, almost got through the World Series. And, um, you know, no one was expecting anything from this team. And the fact that we beat the Rays was hope enough that we can keep going. Uh, and finally, the Patriots. We're five and four, baby. They're a scrappy team. They're a running team. Give us a playoff game for the hell of it, NFL. Let's do it. Um, but yeah, excited, excited as a fan always to watch my teams. Matt, how are your teams doing, bud? Um, well, we we talked about the Packers. They're doing solid, seven and two. Should be eight and one, but uh, because of certain players, we are seven and two. But still, I think second right now in the NFC. So they're sitting well. Uh, I suppose Nets. Nets are doing okay. Harden's off to kind of a bit of a slow start, so there's a little bit of a worry there. They haven't, haven't been as sharp as I think you'd like to see from from a team. And obviously the Kyrie situation is is far from an ideal when you've got a guy who's, who is that talented and can be such a difference maker uh, and, and as the time being and is not going to be a part of the team. Um, so another guy who, you know, I guess we get principles, but maybe, maybe just get the shot. Uh <laughs> I don't want to talk about Manchester United. We don't have enough time. <laughs> New York City FC finished the season strong. They're the fourth seed. They got Atlanta coming up. Uh, Hawkeye basketball open with a win. Keegan Murray killing it. Caitlin Clark opening it for the Hawkeye women with a W. She was just short of. Actually, she might have gotten a double double. She was close to. She was flirting with a, a triple double, but then I think they were blowing them out too much where she didn't play enough. Um, yeah. Love that, man. Yeah, basketball, you know, I'm nervous to see what happens post-Luca Garza. Uh, I mean, there's a reason we ain't ranked, let me tell you. But Keegan Murray looked great in his first game. Joe, Joe Lenardi had us in his first four out, and I'm like, if we make the NIT, I'll be happy this year. My expectations are, are very, very low. Just yeah. because, you know, I mean, no Garza, no Wieskamp, no Frederick, no, I mean, J- Nunji didn't play that much, but like, just a lot of turnover, a lot of new guys, and, and a lot, you know, it's going to be a, a – we got Bohannon and, and, you know, Connor and, and even Toussaint and, and Keegan and, and Pat have played a good amount. But there's 
I mean, even last night, there were a lot of guys when I was watching, when I was like, oh, you're, you, you weren't on the team last year. You were playing last year. But they looked, yeah. they looked solid in their first game. They don't really get – they don't get tested for a while. They got a lot of cupcakes. And then I think their first real game or first real test is uh, – I believe it's the ACC Big Ten Challenge. I think they got Virginia, which – it's always kind of scary just because of how Virginia played, but I know they – I think Virginia lost last night. So, they were the one ranked team that, that lost. So, huh. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be – it's going to be – for all you Hawkeye basketball fans that got used to any kind of success, you know, buckle in. We're ready for a classic Iowa 50-50 season, and hopefully we make the NIT. And that's what we're – and that's yo the great thing the great thing though about being a new yorker is like the nit is not that bad because then you're just like if they make the semifinals i can go watch them yeah there's an added like it's it's a it's a better consolation prize than normal because when i first moved here that was the year they had the number one seed and then i think they lost like their second game i ended up going to those games anyway and it was fun but i was like god damn it hawkeyes yeah, classic. Um, yeah, and in terms of Hawkeyes running out with football talk, uh, Spencer Petrus, like, obviously a colossal disappointment. We can only hope for a good bowl game. Hoping for a New Year's Six. Uh, but isn't Tyler Goodson the goods? I mean, isn't Tyler Goodson the frickin' goods? I mean, he is great. It's a shame our, our offensive line has been un, un-Iowa-like this year. Like, it's weird. This team is, is so strong in, in a lot of things, but they're not – they're kind of bad at all the things Iowa teams are normally really good at. Uh, yeah. So need a little turn to form there next year, Kirk. How about that? All right. Well then let's talk about the upcoming weekend in NFL play. We got a really important uh, week 10, I believe coming up and it's going to be full of, it's full of spreads that are kind of crazy. So I'm interested to see who you take here. Uh, but yeah, let's make our NFL picks for the weekend. Let's start off Ravens and Dolphins. Ravens are currently at minus seven and a half. I'm going to take the Dolphins to cover the spread, but the Ravens win. I think the Dolphins are bad. Don't get me wrong. But I also think the Ravens don't blow out teams all that much. So I think that the Dolphins stay within that. It's just a crazy spread. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick, uh, Dolphins to cover the spread, but Ravens win. I'm going Ravens. The Dol- the Dolphins are bad, and they just they just look worse and worse. It just it's just not it's just not a good not a good day in in Miami. So I'm going I'm going Baltimore. Okay, I'm gonna write this down too. So I I got this somewhere. I'll keep track. I'll keep track of mine. You keep track of yours. Perfect. I have to write. I have to write mine down to uh make my like weekly picks. I make my weekly picks at my mom's law firm. Oh, love that! Look at uh, that. I won. I've only won. I've only won once this year, but I haven't. I haven't done it every week this week or this year. I've been. I've been forgetful. So that's fair. This will hey. get me back on. This will get me back on it. This will get me back on it. All right. Well, let's keep going. Falcons versus Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by nine and a half. Um, you know, I think the Falcons just dropped twenty-seven on the New Orleans defense. That's decent. Uh, I think Dallas is going to win, but I see they win by a touchdown as well, and I'm going to kick the Falcons to cover. I agree. I, I think I think the Falcons are, well, I guess like they are four and four. They're the seventh seed. They've been they've been a little better than, than maybe we all expected. I don't think it's one of those teams where you're like, how are you four and four? Like I don't think that you probably are that good. But I, I think I think Matt Ryan will make enough plays and to keep them within that that spread. So I'll go I'll go with the Atlanta as well. Sounds good. Saints versus Titans. Finally, a respectable spread. Titans are favored by three. 
Um, what do you think is going to happen here in this really close close game? Yeah, this is a tough one because, like I mean, like I said, we've seen New Orleans play really well in some games uh, and then play poorly in, in other games. And, and with Tennessee, we're still kind of wondering. Obviously, they had that great first game post Derrick Henry's injury, but I, I do think we all expect it to, to come up and catch you know catch him at some point in some fashion. Uh, I, I do think that Tennessee is going to get this done, though, just because I think I think the team as a whole is still clicking right now really well. As as much as Julio Jones hasn't been that great this year, AJ Brown has still been a monster and is like has been one of the best receivers in the league. I'd say top five this year. Um, so I, I think he does enough for their team, um, and the defense is, has played a lot better than than last year. Um, so I'll go Tennessee to, to cover. Yeah, I, I think it has to come down to the defense here. And when you have a defense playing a bad quarterback, which Trevor Simeon is, don't get anyone's confused about that. Uh, I think that they're going to win and cover the spread. So I'm, I'm picking the Titans there as well, win by a touchdown, maybe 10 points against the Saints. Um, let's go to Jaguars versus Colts. Back to the crazy spreads. Colts are favored 10 and a half. Um, I, come on, I'm picking Colts to win by 10, fine. But I, I'm not saying that the Colts cover the spread because I, I don't trust the Colts. They're 4-5 and five for a reason. And let's be honest, Jacksonville plays crazy games. They do. So I don't think that they're... I'm not picking a 10.5 spread against the Jags. And, and let me add one more thing in there if this sways you, Matt. Carson Wentz's wife is due on Sunday, and he told her, I'm playing the game even if you're in labor. And that is bad karma right there. That is horrible karma. So I'm picking I, the Colts will win, but I'm I'm picking the Jaguars to cover. That's that. Uh, <laughs> I mean that ten and a half. It's so it's so big. Um, I I'm gonna go Colts. I think Colts are gonna. Get All right. That. I think I think the Jaguars are. I I totally agree with you. We're like they're the kind of team that has the crazy games, but I think their game was so crazy last week. That this week's going to be a little bit more of a coming back down to earth, and the Colts are going to since the Colts, I feel like they need to beat up on them a bit to like feel better about themselves right now. You know, they're they're struggling a little bit, but they, uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm Colts Colts cover. Okay, nice. <laughs> Always a scary pick with a ten and a half. Um, yeah. So let's go Browns Pats Pats. This is the closest game of the weekend. Pats are favored one and a half. Um, I, I just think the Browns missing Chubb is what pushes me over the edge here. I'm taking the Pats to win and cover. They got a great defense, um, and they've shown that it's it, that Bill Belichick's coaching is still top notch. Uh, and I think the Browns are still trying to find themselves, uh, and this OBJ noise is not going to help them, especially wherever he signs. So I'm going Pats to win by a field goal. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Browns. I, I do think that Hunt and, and uh, Chubb being out is is still going to hurt them, but. I've kind of been dealing with the injuries for so long now that it's 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 almost the norm that they deal with them. Uh, and I think OBJ just being gone and them just being done with now is is, is actually going to like clear things up for them. It's not hanging over their heads anymore. He's moving on. I, I think for them it'd be nice if he did just have a whole another team to to talk about. But regardless, he's not on their squad anymore. So I think the distraction's gone. I think that's going to help Baker. Uh, they played a great game last week against Cincinnati. So yeah, I got I got Cleveland. Okay, there you go. He's got Cleveland. I got my boys. Let's go on to the biggest spread of the week. Bills are favored 13 against the Jets in an AFC East showdown. And I've been so uh, 
tentative to pick the big spreads, but I'm taking this one to Bills to cover. It's a big spread, fine, but they're in revenge mode after losing to the Jaguars, and they've put up monster points in, like, five different games this season, so I wouldn't be surprised if they won by 30, like, to be completely honest, and, uh, the Jets had this crazy thing on the Thursday night game where they almost came back, it kind of felt like, but they put up 30 points and still lost by, like, 15, so don't get it wrong, the Jets are terrible, Bills are gonna cover this spread. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the Bills, has, like just like I kind of said, how the Jaguars are going to come back down to earth. I think the Bills are going to kind of try to jolt themselves back awake after that horrible performance against the Jaguars. So, yeah, I, I think the Bills cover because they need to for their own their own respect, for them self-respect. Yeah, agreed. Uh, Lions versus Steelers, not that much difference. Steelers are favored by nine. What do you think happens here? you think the Lions cover it? Do you think the Steelers, despite – you know, being a little bit, are they gonna are they gonna go through it? I, I, I'm gonna go with the Lions here. They've lost. I, like, if this was a few games ago, I'd go with the Lions for sure because they've been they started the season just so well. Like, gave gave everybody a really good game and, and were playing good opponents. They've lost a little bit of that recently. I feel like they're just like deflated. They're like, what can we freaking do to get a W? Um, they're not gonna get a W, but I I, I am gonna. I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna cover. Right, and I just think the Steelers aren't built to run away from teams right now. They got a great running game, no, but no, that arm Roethlisberger's throwing with. Yeah, he's just robbing them of games. That Roethlisberger arm is crazy, and uh, yeah, I think the Lions cover. They lose by a touchdown, um, but they keep it respectable. Uh, and the Steelers are six and three, and and somehow they're three games above five hundred. But we still don't trust them. Uh, Bucks versus Washington. Bucks favored nine and a half. Uh, Brady coming off the bye week. You think that he's gonna he's gonna put up monster numbers against Washington? You think Washington has a chance to cover? I'm going. I'm going with the Bucks here. Uh, the offense, like I said, I mean I, Brady was off to like, maybe the best start of his career. That offense is firing on all cylinders. Uh, you know, even though the defense has kind of been weak this year, the Washington offense doesn't really have a lot to make that defense pay for him. And the Washington defense has been. Quite frankly, the biggest disappointment in the league to me so far. I, I was really expecting a lot of big things out of Washington uh, defensively. You know, second year for Chase Young and, and that defensive line and, and just that whole unit I thought was really going to be maybe the best in the league. And it has not been uh, very close to that at all. So, yeah, Buccaneers cover 17-point win. Yeah, I think Arrested Brady's chasing records. So I'm also picking the Bucks to cover. They win by a a two touchdowns, I think. Uh, Panthers-Cardinals, this is the last big spread of the game. Arizona's favored by 10.5. The reports say that Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins should be back. Any chance that the Panthers pull out and uh, make it respectable? Absolutely. I would take, if I could bet right now, I'd jump on, this is the one I want to jump on the most. I think Carolina absolutely keeps it closer than that. Their defense is still really, really good. I mean, the fact that there's even a, a chance Kyler Murray might not be there, I, I think gives you the reason to do it. But yeah, I mean, like the Panthers are struggling. Obviously, they're not as good as maybe they, they thought they, they were early on in the season, but it's still a really good defensive unit. Um, and and ten, I mean, that's just like a lot of points. Like, I, I'd totally throw my money on Carolina. There you go. Do you think that Sam Darnold being out four to six weeks affects that at all, which was just announced? Not really, because I don't think Sam Darnold was doing all that much. Like, I this is more of my belief in Carolina's defense making this game tougher on Arizona than anybody that's under center for Carolina. There you go. You know what? I I I was on the fence about it, and I I had I had the Panthers covering, 
I'm scared about it because I feel like Kyler might pull up a lot of points. But you know what? I'm also going to put my money on the Panthers here and say the Panthers cover. I think they lose by a touchdown, but I think the Panthers cover as well. Um, now to a slightly, and by slightly I mean eight point more respectable uh, bet line. The Chargers are favored two and a half over the Minnesota Vikings. I think, you know, the Chargers secondary has some questions. And you know who likes to answer questions for defenses? Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Those two love to answer those questions with touchdowns. So I think the Vikings win the <coughs> cover in this game. Not saying the Chargers are a bad team. It'll be a high scoring game probably with Justin Herbert flinging the ball, but I think the Vikings win in cover. Yeah, I'm going to go Chargers. I think uh, they've, they, they're another team that's come back down to earth a little bit after a hot start. Um, you know, Justin Her- Herbert is – that was bound to happen. It's, it's, it's tough to, you know, start all that hot. But um, I, I think the, the Vikings defense itself has, has lots of questions around it, which is an odd thing for a Zimmer team. Um, but I, I, think it's, I think it's a bit of a quarterback tool, and I have more belief in the Chargers offense. As, as good as those receivers are for the Vikings, there's still Kirk Cousins under center. So I'm going to go with the Chargers. All right, there you go. Many different picks for that one. Eagles versus Broncos. Broncos are favored by two and a half. I already talked about it. I love the Broncos. I think their 5-4 and four record does not show what kind of team they are. And with Javante Williams kind of come out of his shell finally, I think that they have a good future ahead of them. I think they win by a field goal, cover the two and a half, thanks to a stout defense and the return of Noah Fant as a red zone target. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going with the Eagles. I think the Eagles are starting to get something going. I I think I think the Broncos are a lot worse than their five and four record. They, they don't really okay. have the win. The win last week against the Cowboys was 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 a really uh, impressive win and, and a strong win. Besides that, all their other wins were against teams that that really aren't doing much. You know, Jets, Jaguars, Giants, and and Washington. So it hasn't been the most impressive teams that they've racked those wins up. Uh, meanwhile, I think I think Jalen Hurt like. I, I was not – I've said this so many times. I was not a believer in Jalen Hurts. And I, I'm not a believer in the sense that he is going to lead them to a Super Bowl. But I am a believer in the fact that he can lead an effective offense. So I'm going to go with Philly getting the road W. I love that. Jalen Hurts surprising everyone. I don't think people understand how good Philly is either. That is why I only have it by three. But, you know, I, I, I think that while their wins aren't against great teams, I also think that they've – I think they got more to exploit there, especially with some of their younger players. So we'll see. It's going to be a really good game for sure. Seahawks versus Packers. Packers favored by a field goal. What do you think, Matt? It's a close one. I mean, I feel like that field goal is – I can't tell if they think Rodgers is going to play. I feel like that's a very – if Rodgers is going to play, it'd probably be bigger. I, I'll go Green Bay. Hopefully 12 is under center. I, Seattle is not good. That defense has so many questions, and, and that offense is, is – not all that great either. As good as Metcalf can be, they, they just can't really protect the quarterback. So, uh, yeah, Green Bay gets the win. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm going to choose Green Bay here too. I'm also banking on Rodgers playing. I think he needs a good game to shut up some of the other people a little bit. Um, but I also think even if Russell Wilson returns, which it sounds like he's going to, you're right. They can't protect the quarterback. So what's the worst thing that you can have for an injured quarterback is is lack of protection. So. I think that they got too many questions to answer in Seahawks, and they're going to go to three and six, and Russell's going to decide where to play next year, and it's not going to be in Seattle. Um, Chiefs versus Raiders. Oh, boy. Chiefs favored by two and a half. Matt, are you taking the Chiefs in this kind of crazy season, in a season where the Raiders are somehow crazier? Who are you taking in this game? 
this is a tough one. It's gonna be a, a I agree. A, a great Sunday night game. I love a good yeah. Sunday night game. Uh gosh. I'm gonna go KC. I am. I think I think they're gonna get I think this if, if KC was like seven and two, I would go Raiders on the upset. But I think KC back against the wall. I think that I think they need this win, maybe even more than the Raiders. Uh, even though you know the records are, are almost identical, besides KC just playing one more game. Uh, but but I think I think they're going to get a get right divisional opponent game um, and get it done on Sunday night. I'm going to go Chiefs. Yep. There you go. I'm also going Chiefs by a field goal, but I'm going Chiefs. Uh, I think they win an error field game and cover barely. I here's what y'all say. If they lose a Sunday night game, a Sunday night lights against a division opponent, and they end up five and five at the end of week ten, are they out of it? Do you at that point say they're out of it? No, no. Especially I mean like on the road to the to a Raiders team that's been good. So no, I, I don't think they're out of it. Okay, there you go. We got a lot of faith in the Chiefs over here at the Two Beers Please podcast. Rams versus 49ers, the Monday night game. Rams are favored by four flat. Uh in this one. I just don't like the 49ers right now. They they got they got so many holes on offense and unfortunately for them on defense. Uh, I think the Rams are great. I think they are Super Bowl contenders like you've talked about earlier. I think they win and cover. Yeah, they can be inconsistent at times, but Stafford is going to rebound very easily and it's 49ers defense isn't going to give them enough of a problem to say that that's not going to happen. Yeah, I I completely agree. I I, I think the Rams run away with this one. I, I'm not even sure it's going to get close and I think the Niners started the season strong and had a chance for, for you know, a good year. It, it, it is another one of those things for them, kind of like last year. Injuries have hurt them. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, they, they're just – they're kind of faltering. Uh, well, I think the Rams, after coming off a loss, will have to get a get-right game in, in themselves. A lot, of, a lot of teams need to get a W this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to see who can get it. That might be – that might be – the most obvious, dumbest thing I've ever. All these teams need to get a W. Yeah, there's a couple yeah, of teams out there that they can just go lose. It just, it doesn't even matter. Just lose it. But, uh, yeah, that's. I say that stuff all the time. I'm like, you know who's gonna win at the end of the day? Saying some dumb shit. The teams that scores the most points, they're going to usually be the one that wins at the end of the day. Yeah. I, I I say it every time, and it's never wrong. So uh, can't hurt that. Itch. The old adage. All right, those are our picks for the week. We'll come back to you next week and tell you how we did start this metric up again now that we are back. But, Matt, give me some big matchups you're looking for for the weekend um, that, that you're excited about. Yeah, I mean, I think that, that KC-Vegas game is really the one that has, has me most excited because I think it's, it, is, it is a big game for both these teams um, in, in different respects. Um, all the turmoil that, that Vegas is, is going through while also, you know, having a great start to their season and a, a chance to, with now the Chargers uh, also at five and three and Broncos five and four, you know, this is a chance to say, hey, we are the, con- you know, the contender uh, or the leader in the AFC West. Well, for, for Kansas City's point of view, it's, it's trying to establish that, that dominance that they've had for, for the last few years. Um, so that, that game is the one that has, has me most excited. Yeah, I I think so. I, I that's a really great great uh, point, and I think it's a really great game too. Um, for me, you know, I don't. It's I picked an interesting one. College football 
Ohio State versus Purdue. I mean, can Ohio State survive the Big Ten giant killer? I don't know. I think Purdue, I'm not saying that they're going to they're gonna win, but man, Ohio State isn't so strong. And what would that do? What would that do to the playoffs? You know what I mean? What would that do to the playoffs if, if Purdue beats Ohio State? Does a Big Ten team like make it then? I don't know. You know what I mean? I would think not because I would still I would still expect Ohio State to win the East and yeah. two a two loss Ohio State team ain't ain't making the playoff. Is right. Purdue is Purdue ranked? If Purdue's ranked, Ohio State's safe because I saw it was like Purdue against uh, like teams that are unranked against like top five or top ten teams. Purdue has the most wins all time with seventeen. They are if they're unranked, they just absolutely kill you. Yeah, they're they got ranked. two. They have two this year. They have Iowa and Michigan State. Yeah, they're ranked. They're ranked at nineteen. Uh, so Ohio State's clear. Then they're good. They're good. They're in the. They're in the clear. That'll be good. All right, and we're gonna end our sports section. I'm gonna give a hot take here, and it's on the OBJ news. You know what my hot take is? I think Odell Beckham Jr. never has another season with over 700 yards or even over seven touchdowns. Either of those things, I think Odell Beckham Jr. is done being a one and he's done being a two. I think he's your three at best. Uh, I think he's, I, I'm going to say I think he's a little washed. So that's 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 my take on the whole situation. You got any opinions you want to give me, Matt? Oh, man. I, ho- I hope it's not true, but I, I but I, I fear the worst in that situation. And it's, it's sad to think because... Like even I think yesterday I was listening to Greeny and I think it was Dominic Foxworth saying, you know, at the start of his career, like he was trajectory to be, you know, Hall of Fame career and, and was one of the biggest names in the league really with his, you know, his one hand a catch and everything and and how how bad things were and, and went in Cleveland is, is really a shame. So I I kinda I I, I tend to think I, I lean where where you're saying. But man, I hope it's not true. And I and I think there's still a chance that it's not like I don't think it's all over and done with. I think if he if he gets into the right spot, he's still talented enough and young enough to have a huge impact. But uh I, I worry that I worry that you're right. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. All right. Sports talk is down, and we have reached our first ending of the new start. And Matt, take us away. It is our cool down oh there you go good to be back right how does it feel to be talking again to be covering again you, you know you feel good it feels it feels good. weird but it feels nice yeah. man it feels great i love you gotta it. how to do it's, this I, thing yeah i know that i know that a definitely couple times i was talking i was like i'm talking a lot it's because i haven't i am not used to the flow of things but you know <laughs> i i do i do feel happy to be back we're still, uh, we're talk- still better than we were well, we're still better than we were our first two and a half hour NFL draft episode, infamous in the in the in the annals of podcast history. Um, <laughs> it's really it's really true. Uh, it's really true. Um, let's talk about it's. There's a lot of movies out right now um, in November. Have you watched anything good recently? Like, what's got your eye in the world of cinema right now, Matthew? I am. Um, uh, there's one of those AMC theaters. It's like has the Dolby cinema experience is it's not that close to me but it's close enough where i think it's convenient so yeah i've finally been going to movies again i feel like i I was doing such a horrible job of seeing movies but uh i went and saw the new james bond and i went and saw uh last night in soho which 
the new James Bond I liked, I didn't love. Last night in Soho, I thought was pretty was pretty fun. Uh, you know, typical typical Edgar Wright, where he just has like his his movies are just fun and and very unique and and go places that are are you know not the norm. Uh, so yeah, I really I enjoyed that. Got to see my namesake Matt Smith kill it. Uh, and then movies I'm looking forward to. I you know I'm not always a Kenneth Branagh guy because I think Kenneth Branagh really likes Kenneth Branagh. But I, I got to say, I'm pretty excited to, to check out Belfast. Oh, Belfast is going to be so great. Um, yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. I haven't seen the new James Bond. I did see Dune. Um, and Dune was definitely a really interesting movie to watch. I'm excited to see the second part. Uh, I, I think I need to see it again before I make an opinion on it. I think it was a lot of world building um, and visually very stunning. But Chalamet part- annoys, annoys me so much. I don't think I'm ever going to see it. <laughs> Everyone keeps asking me, like, have you seen Dune? And I like I always just like, no, I should, but what I really want to say is like, nah, that kid fucking annoys me. I ain't seen that movie. That's so funny. There's a part in the movie where he's classic Timothy Chalamet freaking out, and I'm like, Oh, oh no. Ladybird, very nice for you. Thank oh no. You. Thank you for doing that again. Um yeah, I'm excited to see Eternals just because I've heard so many weird things about it. I want to see what that movie is. I know, like. I'm I'm like super oh, I mean, I'm, I'm so exhausted over marvel movies but that was one that i was like kind of excited to see and then it's gotten some pretty underwhelming reviews which is disappointing but maybe they were you know expecting i don't know i kind of still want to give it a chance mostly because i like i love that cast right it is it is a great cast um and i'm excited to see what they do uh i i also will twin it out here to end i i put as my movie to talk about i liked last night in soho as well it was really really good i haven't watched a movie that was visually as exciting as that in a while like i really there were twists that happened that i wasn't expecting but weren't like crazy not obvious and i and i did like those and i just thought it was a really well-told narrative and just I loved the act. Yeah, it was just really fun. Was, and I, was like, and I, that's like what I think is like as good as movies get because like there's like a little something to be said and but like not like hitting you on the head with it, but like you know a little social commentary while also just like visually beautiful and like so creative and so unique. Like that's what why I get so bored with with Hollywood because it's like the same cookie cutter shit all the time. That's why like with Marvel, I'm like. I, I can't do it anymore because it's just always here's this manufactured movie that we always do it this way. And so I love I love the people like Edgar Wright. Yeah, Edgar Wright's the man. So I, I'm, I'm excited and uh, we'll keep talking movies. Uh, I know Matt loves movies. Matt, we'll go see a movie sometime. I've been seeing movies like crazy lately. So we'll go see something. Dude, we'll come go to see the Dolby something. with me. I go. I, that want Dol- to. I go. I go. I always go matinee. And it's like a big ass stadium seating seating that you can like lean back in. I just get a corner seat and. You're like, it's like you've got the place to yourself. I love it. Love it, man. Can't wait. All right. As always, we end our episode's first rendition in a while. It is quick fire questions. Get on that hot seat. All righty. Matthew. Oh, this is what we've been looking forward to. All right. The news has not broken this episode, so I'm going to have this as one of my questions. Where does Odell Beckham Jr. land? I didn't didn't pick my team to go to the Super Bowl, so I'm going to pick him for this. He's going to Green Bay. He's going to Green Bay. Rodgers has Devontae and Odell Beckham Jr. That is unfair to every NFC team in the in the league. But uh, if any if any guy's gonna get him, it's it's Rodgers, right? That sounds about right. Uh, it's Rodgers. Come on, yeah. Get him Come on. A give him a weapon. Actually, no. He doesn't, really, he doesn't really deserve anything right now. He's still on timeout. 
Yeah, that's true. All right, second one. Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. Three Big Ten teams all in the top eight. Which of those teams goes to the playoffs since OSU needs to play both of them to get there? Fuck, guys. I'm not, I'm not even sure Michigan and Michigan State are going to keep it close with Ohio State. I, I think Ohio State, they're clicking now. We talked about it. Like, they're a really young team. And now that, that they're firing on all cylinders, I really like Michigan and Michigan State. I think Kenneth Walker, absolute stud, running back. Uh, it's, you know, one of better Harbaugh's teams. But, I mean, Michigan especially, I don't think there's any chance because Harbaugh can't win the big games. Um, and I think Michigan State, as good as they are, just talent-wise, will not be able to to really keep up with Ohio State. I think I think they'll put on some points. They'll probably be good, you know, first two or three quarters. But I think in the end, Ohio State's defense will be able to make more plays than Michigan State's. There you go. Okay, Ohio State probably moving on, according to Matthew. And finally, I know you don't want to talk about it, but I'm going to make you. Does Ole Gunnar Solskjaer last... Last the season? Does he last? I'm not saying does he get fired at the end of the season. Does he last it? I have no idea. (laughs) Does he last the season? I like. I want to. I. You would think absolutely not. Especially right now. Like I think more than ever, it feels like the the end is beginning. But I don't. I had. I mean, I think no because like there's no logical way that he can. But I've got no faith in it, Yannick. Okay. He He might be our coach for the rest of eternity. That's that's fair. Okay, so then I have a part two to that question. If if Manchester United, on the back of Cristiano Ronaldo, were somehow to win the Champions League, not the Premier League, who knows what's going to happen, the Champions League, would that be enough to save Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's job? Absolutely! You think so? Absolutely! <laughs> 100%. Dude, he... Uh, his, his job was saved when he won a round of 16 match against PSG. If he wins the Champions League, he's fine. He's fine? Would yeah. that would that would that forgive him to you? Are you confident then going into next season? Uh no, I mean I would be like your time is <laughs> I'd be like your time is still gonna be up soon. Like yeah. you're gonna get fired eventually. But I'd be I'd be like, yeah, you deserve more time. If he can get us a Champions League, hell yeah. There you go. Fans have short memories. Everyone, it's been so nice being back. Matt, thank you so much. He's just doing his job. <laughs> if he does his job and wins trophies, then I'm fine with him. <laughs> So true. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. It's been a blast to be back. I can't wait to be back. We'll be doing one a week. So join us next week. We'll tell you if our NFL picks were right. We'll go over college football. We'll probably start to sprinkle in some NBA, some NHL, as that starts to get a little further on um, into relevancy. And we'll bring you the... Oh, my goodness. Uh, And we'll bring you all the great stuff. But thank you so much. As always, you know, be safe. Get your booster shots if you're eligible. Uh, Get your flu shots because those are still important. I'm I'm, I'm advocating for all the shots here. Uh, And, and, you know, just remember the world's full of a lot of. Yeah, Yannick Fauci is my name. The world is full of a lot of, uh, you know, hate and misunderstanding. So try to bring some compassion to the world. And Matt, as always. Cheers, y'all.